I'm running low on my road liptide. Uh-oh. L- liptide. Lip peptide. <laughs> this probably has like two more servings left. <laughs> Would you try her? Didn't she just drop like a passion fruit? Yeah. I don't know if it is it out now. Oh, then I'm already too late. I don't know why I thought I had I do think it was. God, it might have been today. Like Friday. Yeah. Probably. Whatever. I'll get on to the next one. Oh, my God. This actually might fully be out right now. I'm a hot mess. I have a band-aid on my middle <laughs> finger. If you're on visual, you can see it right now. It's like, it's one of those circle band-aids. So that's why it has, uh, like a, it's just not like a proper fingertip band-aid. It looks like a chef's hat. <laughs> it does. Oh, he's cute. It's always funny because it's your middle finger. I, right. And then when I show people, I can do this. I'm going to flip off my flight attendant tomorrow. And then the band-aid is because I was just talking about it with Alex. You know when your natural nails grow out and the little skin grows with it? Like behind the nail? Right. I don't know what that is called and I feel like nobody addresses it ever. Yeah, no one talks about it. But it totally, uh, I guess that one's already calloused. And then like when you cut the nail, then like it calluses. And then you cut the skin with it. Right. But sometimes you can't. So if you want a fully low nail you can't cut it because then that skin's in the way right is this just alex and i no way well nobody else talks about it (laughs) that's actually what this episode's about the skin under your nails Ew. (laughs) well this is oddvice podcast hello this is oddvice i am Kristen, and i'm alex and we talk about everything under the sun everything under the sun we're experts in everything we talk about too yeah crazy we went to school for everything (laughs) we majored in everything so much school i would love it yeah give me Give me a little bit of homework. I look like I'm dressed for the mountains and you look like you're dressed for like Santa Monica Pier. Really? Look how different our climates are right now. Oh, my socks are inside out. Just oh, a sec, wait. guys. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right. The corns are okay now. Side note, I love how you guys call feet corns now. Oh, yeah. My feet kind of peaked in a Instagram story the other day and so many responses. Not the corn. Yes. I was oh, like, my God. I love it. Like for a second, I looked. I was like, do I have a corn? And then I was like, oh <laughs> they actually like they get it you guys are with the shits now they're corns okay before we get into today's episode we're gonna take a quick break for our sponsor today's episode is sponsored by empower which is an easy to use money management app and they're actually a new sponsor which we're so excited to share so empower is great if you need help stretching your dollars in between paychecks they actually have a really great cash advance where you can get up to 250 dollars with no interest no late fees and no credit checks and to be honest this is a feature that i wish i had so many times in the past decade It's easy to use. It takes less than five minutes and you can set up auto repayment. So you don't even have to think about when you have to pay them back. It'll just be automatically repaid. repaid. (laughs) It's great for things like rent, bills, groceries, or relevant in my life right now, random vet bills. Yeah, I feel like things come up randomly that you can't plan for. You don't have time to like move funds around. So something like this is so helpful to keep you on your feet really right completely and it's just like a cushion where you know it's always going to be there for you another amazing feature about empower is their auto save so you can set a goal each week what money you want to save and it will actually take it out of your account but their technology is smart enough to where if they notice that you're maybe spending more one week for whatever reason it won't take that money oh my god that's so nice you know what i mean it's not like yeah because i think about this with saving a lot when i'm stuck to a plan like if a vet bill came up and i have to move those funds elsewhere and then i'm doing something that is taking money from my savings i like almost feel like i'm robbing my savings yes so if it's into enough to know the difference like okay i'm spending this money where it needs to be spent yeah that is technically my savings yes. so if if it like does the math for you i feel less bad yeah, completely it's smart enough right overall i just love how empower is there as a resource like yes they offer cash advances but they also offer resources to get you to a point where you no longer need the cushion oh of the i cash love advance. that that's um, that's insane that's yeah incredible. it's like they care about you they they're not just here to you. like all right here's money pay me back right like scam you upcharge yeah. you like it's actually a, a resource to become financially comfortable and what better time to start using a resource like this it's april it's actually financial literacy month right and i just got done with my taxes ah. and i feel like around this time every year i always feel like disconnected from my finances like i just don't know what's going on down there um down there. <laughs> 
down under. So I feel like this is such a good tool to really get to know what's going on with your finances. And be versed in it enough so you're not uncomfortable. And, right. and you can break the stigma and you can have the control of your finances and the confidence of your finances or the confidence of having the tools to get your finances to where you want them to be. Right. It just needs to be talked about more. That's why we're here. If you guys want to check out Empower, we will link everything down below in the description. And once you click it, you will get started on a 14-day trial. We're actually so stoked that Empower was our sponsor today. I feel like they were the perfect example of having that backup plan yes. when things just don't go the way you planned. Because When that life happens. comes at you sideways. Right. Yeah. Does anybody remember that reference? We do want to say that this is pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. So we are currently recording this on the 7th, and I believe this is coming out the 24th. So there's not much to, like, update you on. Right. I feel like anything we say right now is completely irrelevant by the time right. you listen to this. But it's actually crazy to think by the time that this comes out, we will have already been back in New York. Yeah. But we're recording this the day before I leave. Right. That's crazy. This is, I feel like this is the most in advance we've recorded. Yeah. We usually don't like to do this because we like to keep you guys so up to date. Like we record mm-hmm. the Saturday before Monday episodes come out right. typically. So you guys are pretty much getting like real time shit. Oh yeah. Always. Every time you listen, if you listen like on schedule, I guess. Right. Um. So yeah, this is a little out of the ord for us, but we're traveling. So we didn't want to leave you guys without an episode for a week. So we um, just planned ahead a little bit. Yeah, this is something that at least in like the creator space that like a lot of our peers do. Mm-hmm. Like this is so common for podcasts to bulk episodes right. and then roll them out. When we first started, one of our producers wanted us to bulk like three or four episodes in advance. Mm-hmm. And we were like, it feels like we're not even talking to them at that point. Exactly. Like I, we tried it too. Yeah. And it, I just remember like the before time right now, like before we get into it, how we just talked to you guys, we were literally like, okay, let's think about where we'll be on that date. Okay. What's happening that date? Like, should we try and act like it's that? Like it's so, it was so unnatural. Yeah. So it does kind of suck because like on like a production level, it's very smart right. to pre-record, but I don't know. I mean, we're three seasons in and it's working, so. We're doing something right, but yeah, just so if our nail colors don't match or anything, right? You stickler sticklers out there, sticklers. That's why this is incredibly pre-recorded. But it's funny because if you listen to last week's episode, we were in Joshua Tree, but that has not happened for us yet. Yeah, <laughs> so that's gonna be pretty much real time because we're recording that in Joshua Tree, and it's going up a couple days later on mon- that Monday, the 17th, 17th, I think it is. Yeah. Um, so that's more real time that's so because we're recording weird. with the girls. But this feels like a interstellar moment. No, it feels like something <laughs> out of this world right now. Yeah, this, but is, this is really is hard really to compute. Not that revolutionary. <laughs> this is what Yeah, do you every, guys like not care at all? Every show, every interview we see, every yeah. movie, it's all pre-recorded. But like for some reason, it's just, it's it's just weird. Not, it's, not, it's not for us. I hope everybody had an excellent 420. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so like, ooh, I'm having so much fun thinking about the future right now. Right. No, I feel like I'm from the future. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let me tell you guys. <laughs> but we're from the past. I saw um, I saw a TikTok of this comedian. He comes up with my feet a lot. He's so funny. I wish I remembered his name. But he had a bit where he was talking about if he went to the past, uh. he would almost do worse than he would <laughs> in the present. Because say he like tried to describe phones. <laughs> right. He'd be like... Um, yeah, there's these things. I think they work like satellite or something. He's like, actually, I wouldn't have any answers for anybody. Exactly. I would just be like, trust me. Trust me. Trust me, dude. I swear. <laughs> trust me, it's crazy. <laughs> They're like, this is a Victorian child. I'm just like, what? Trust me, you could look anything up at any time. In the palm of your hand. Why right. Why do you need to do that? Okay. Sure. Magic man. <laughs> I love thinking about back to the, the movie, Back to the Future, uh-huh. and how that was set in a time that like has already passed for us in our lifetime. Right. And what like they predicted the future would look like. It's like the Jetsons too. Right. Or there's another one. Smart House is another one. Oh, yep. I, I think that's actually what I was thinking. That I knew it was something like Disney. Yeah, that you get to uh, go in your kitchen and say you want a strawberry banana smoothie and it just pops out. Pops like, out. Do we have a version of that? I guess like Nespresso uh, like you say, or like yeah, uh, ca- coffee machines, you say like latte and it could just spew it out for you. Right. And it knows the milk ratio and the temperature. And there's so many other things of that movie, like the like the temperature of the house and how everything's automatic. Like that's basically like a nest. 
That's literally central air. Right. <laughs> well, and like Amazon Alexa's and, and like any, you can yeah. ask it for any, like it exists in right. some form. I feel like that about Amazon just in general too. Like the fact that I could go on and order a bottle of lotion and right. literally have it at my doorstep in the morning. Wait, okay. So I don't have in a, sorry, everyone in Alexa. Oh, um, can you, can you say like, order me, order a. me a, yeah. and then it'll just say, okay. Yeah. Are you, are, and you don't have to like confirm payment. Like, oh no, no, no. Cause your payment, it'll say like, do you want me to use a card ending in? Okay. And you say, yeah, but you can also, I have it to where like, I even have that turned off now. Cause oh. my is not in a public space and like, you're not going to go in there. Like, right. Hey, I'm gonna order. With you. <laughs> oh my God. Order me a dildo. <laughs> No, so you can like you know how like on the app store you can uh have it remember your password if like an app is free yes it's like that like they have like thresholds that that won't have you confirm or anything but yeah you're it's pretty smart right can order shit i she wakes me up and then right when i'm waking up she tells me the temperature is today there's also a feature where she'd is connected obviously to my Philips Hue bulb mm. and there's like a sunrise feature. Oh my God. So like the light is like, that would be cool if we didn't live in the city. Right. And my, I don't ever close my window. So like I get that naturally, but it would be cool if it was like, if I was in like a you basement. Would, right. <laughs> <laughs> Your head went basement. I was thinking about what didn't have <laughs> light basement. Okay. Or a closet. Or just like a room with shades. Right. Right. <laughs> You're thinking like held hostage. Yeah. (laughs) You're held hostage, but all you can have is an Alexa. Right. You have like one of the most high tech home appliances. Yeah. The the stories of what they can do. Like you can say like, hey, you, you like call the cops. Oh. Or you can say like record, record. So like say someone's coming to your house. Like now you have them recorded. Obviously it's only audio, but like right you do that you i also have her connected to my humidifier so i say turn my humidifier to 50 percent. oh my god just, okay okay i think i need to make a switch i love her i've she's been good, good i've person. been on the, i've been on the google for forever forever since like 2015 i feel like yeah like when, you had a smart speaker before like a lot of people looked at it as you, like a you know what's household. crazy it was like one of my first big paychecks after i graduated fitum and you went and got, got it. Yeah. Much, it but you had the little one too, right? No, I had like oh, the you brand the, new. I'm thinking, did year. you have like, no, Leanna has one. Leanna has one of the little. Oh, like the little pod, pod things that are ones. supposed to connect to like a full one. Yeah. I think it's like little host things, but she has just this tiny one. I don't think that one does as much though. Mm. Yes. That was my, but I've had, and I actually, I left the OG one that I had gotten with my ex. So this is a different one, but I've always just been Google. She's and great. I, yeah. Maybe Especially because you are an Amazon user. Like it's worth, right. if you're like, I need toilet paper, literally while you're shitting, you can <laughs> yell, Alexa, order me toilet paper. That might be an issue with us because like sometimes I can hear you talking to yours. If we both have it. Um. Well, the, she knows your voice. Okay. You like, you can like train her to know your voice. Sure. It can, can still Can you happen. change the name of it? Can you say like, hey. I think so. Because like I, I would do change that. your voice. Pretty sure you could change your voice. Or no, I'm thinking Siri. Yeah. You could change Siri. Okay, I feel like Siri wanted to be Alexa yeah, so bad. Didn't. I only not use Siri if I my hands are like covered if I'm like doing dishes and my hands are covered in like not, I feel like she doesn't listen. It still feels it's like Yes. <laughs> it's <laughs> so delayed. Yeah, it's super delayed. And then when you ask the question, it talks over you. And you're like, oh sorry. Yeah, yeah. You're like interrupting her. Yes. And then she's like, What? Like I I don't fuck with her at all. Like at all. But I get it. Like if your hands are messy. <laughs> There's another cool feature with where try it right now if you have one. Ugh, I like wish I could bring her out here right now. Uh, come out here, girl. <laughs> she walks out. Alexa, come here. You're just having a girl hostage. <laughs> but you can ooh, ooh, hair over my lip gloss you can whisper say Alexa, and she'll go yeah oh like she's funny like you can well uh, that could also do like fart noises handy. yeah oh absolutely okay beep boop beep boop we should try it does she say beep boop boop beep well <laughs> yeah she does inside right that's, that's in her gut right her <laughs> <Or> microbiome <laughs> She has tummy problems. She has IBS. For sure. For sure. Alexa has tummy problems because hot girls have tummy problems. (laughs) 
my god, I'm getting forehead itchies already, and we're only like two minutes into the episode. That's a thick one too. I'm surprised yeah. that doesn't happen more. Uh, okay, so we're gonna skedaddle on over to the next segment of today's show, song of the day, and what we're wearing. If you even care anymore, yeah. Do you guys want us to keep doing this? I don't know. I just every time I do it, I just feel like nobody cares. But we're gonna keep going anyway. I'm wearing. <laughs> um, I actually wore these socks. Uh, yesterday, but I did laundry, so they're clean again. Do you ever do that? Like you wear something oh, and then yes. I'm and like, you're like, you're, I wore this like yesterday. A, it's like a mind fuck. You're like, is it really clean? Well, no, no, no. I know it's clean, but I'm more so like, I'm. I wore this yesterday. Like I have so many other things, right? And I chose okay. to wear the same thing again clean like I, it just feels weird like i feel like i look at my clothes as like a rotation yeah and this one skipped the line yes you're special little guys they're my socks teddy fresh literally the best quality socks i've ever 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 owned and i love the length of them oh, yeah they're like they're like a little bit longer than crew i would say they're long crew and then i'm wearing my white fox uh athletic yeah wfa it's like their athletic line of white fox um, these are super old and I now can speak on how white Fox athletic clothes age mm. and they get see-through. I was going to say like, do you wear these to work out? No. Okay. No, no, no. I learned that the hard way. I was oh. literally like doing a squat at the gym and I looked cause like you always look when you're doing a squat, right? And I was like, oh, like you fully saw my butt cheeks. Oh. Like uh, you saw like my crack. Yeah. And I was like, okay, hey, I can't wear these. And then now I tested all of them and all, all of the ones that are super old. And mind you, these are like, these are probably like five years old. I've had these since like Tyrone. Yeah. Um, that's okay. Like, I feel like I'm not too mad that they're. You got good use out of them. Exactly. But yeah. So check your leggings. White Fox Athletic. Other than that, I love their stuff though. And they just dropped a collab with Sarah's Day. They've had so many collabs with her, but she like came out with, it's like, it's not just like Sarah's Day X White Fox. Like it's her own line oh okay so cute i want it but it's sold out in like two seconds so restock is july 25th and i have my alarm set already um (laughs) shouldn't have told them oh shit (laughs) bleep that out (laughs) no i don't actually this is from brandy brandy melville oh my god i'm wearing brandy oh my god we're just brandy girls brandy girls at heart what shirt am i wearing let me try and feel if you just not remember remember. oh white fox it's taupe taupe um i'm wearing these biker shorts i think that i got on like asos and then i just have a zip up on and these socks from amazon that have like cute little frills at the end and then this is a brandy t-shirt i will never ever 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 in my life get rid of i'm literally gonna pass it on to my daughter the best shirt ever. it's the best oh, no, shirt a whole. oh yeah i know that's like There's- gotta be kind of new right um it's like a perfect circle maybe like a kind like maybe like, like a, a cigarette burn probably hmm. yeah it's back when brandy used to be like good quality mm-hmm. and not fast ish fashion and not like i don't know it was just good back well, in the day they weren't like throwing out a kajillion designs right they had the same like thing it was like one of oh, do you remember my tank top the awesome. the white one that was like muscle t-esque is it tight no it was loose uh was it longer yes yes oh my god that? no where'd it go uh, i think i got rid of it but when i like didn't appreciate the value do you remember the striped ones yes and you had two and you gave me one yeah because they were that was the thing with old brandy every piece was like it fit different yeah it wasn't just like mass produced in the same right. cut. That's what I was trying to say earlier. It's not like cut and sew. Cut and like everything fit a little different. So you, we would buy the same shirt and they would be different sizes completely. It was it was very interesting. Right. But yeah, this is an OG shirt. We both OG. have several memories in this shirt. This is a great shirt. Y'all never get rid of it. Song of the day. Okay, my song of the day is Little Romeo featuring Nick Cannon, Cinderella. <laughs> Remember this song? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I didn't expect like every time you say your song of the day I always expect like someone I don't know and I'm like what's their sound my song of the day is little Romeo (laughs) little tiny Romeo well you guys okay you guys know my friend who like knows where (laughs) I wish knows like who sampled what songs and stuff right I had a song stuck in my head that I thought was boys to men and I called him 
and I forgot I had just started working and I forgot it was so early on the west coast I called him and I and he didn't answer so I called immediately again I was like fucking answer like, I have a question uh, why aren't you answering my phone I call? do that all the time yeah and he answered and he's in bed he's like what I was like what's that one song it's I thought it was boys to men and I like started singing it and he's like I don't know but I know who sampled it and then it's this song so that's <laughs> such a crazy skill uh, skill I yeah. couldn't think of the word to be able to just pull it out like that. that yeah, crazy. it's so crazy. And he was like half asleep too. I think he was like, I think it's a little Romeo. My song of the day is going to be the, the one, the only, all too well, 10 minute version. The oh. only version by Taylor Swift. Hmm. It's really the only version. I'm so surprised she didn't just drop that from the jump, to be honest. Like, well, I guess it's a little intimidating to drop a 10 minute song, right? Right. That's like. Well, and didn't she, isn't the 10 minute version like years later? Yeah. Okay. I think she had it written. Oh. I think I saw something about that Swifties are going to fire off in the comments. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't try and assume. But I thought I saw something about an extended version that she was, she just started like performing and and her her band like went along with it and her mom was like, oh my God. Right? Like something like that. I think I know what you're talking about, but let us know. Yeah. Do you guys know? I'm sure someone knows. I'm not technically a Swiftie. No. I, you know, I like her music. Respect the hustle. I like some of her music. I dislike some of her other albums, but I'm not going to say which ones because I don't want to be murdered. I don't think I would spend crazy amounts of money to go to a concert. Mm-mm. If you hit me with like a $100 ticket, I'm I'll, there. I'll go. You see, it's like a three and a half hour set. No way. She performs back to back to back to back. Like, I think it's like 40 fucking songs. No fucking yes. way. Isn't that crazy? Oh my God. I'd get, I'd fall asleep. I'd be so... <laughs> Oh my God. No, I would be zonked. I couldn't imagine staying high energy for an artist that long. No. Well, she's not, all, not all of her songs are high energy. That's so true, she probably has like, su- like perfected her cadence. You're right. And like, you can just sit and like sway to things. Right. Like, like chill songs. Yeah, you're right. But that's crazy. So it's a long ass fucking time. I feel like even like two hour concerts I'm like or like an hour and a half of I can I walk out and I'm like, like oh my god two hour play oh uh, yeah uh-huh that's long for me yeah I feel like sometimes I kind of joke about being a planner and like a couple episodes we had talked about um what our biggest saboteurs are and mine was being a stickler and how much I'm so like dependent on plans and I do feel so much pressure kind of internally my I put this pressure on myself is what I'm trying to say yeah to like really stick to my plans but it really it sets me up for failure a lot yeah yeah it just like when I stick to a plan and I a plan is set in stone for me it's very hard for me to be lenient and it's something that I feel like I'm working on with um trying to give up control mm-hmm. uh, in any aspect of my life but a lot with plans and planning yeah. uh it's a big thing that I'm working on right now I feel you. That's something I've like definitely related with you on, but it's interesting because we come we at have it different with perspectives. different perspectives. Yeah. But we're both still those people where like, if I saw my day going one way and it, it doesn't go that way. No, it literally like makes me itchy right now. It It's the way it affects me is like, oh God, now I need to rewrite everything before I start. Oh, like it becomes like, and it's not every day. It's only the days where I purposely thought I was setting myself up for success. I'm going to make a to-do list. I honestly, I had a day like that today Yeah, where I like need to break down. Okay. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do this, this, this. I'm traveling tomorrow. It's one of those days before travel where like I need to get shit done. Right. But I've already had my day turned like we're podcasting right now. This was actually supposed to be the last thing I did, but we ended up moving it earlier up in the day. Right. So your schedule got flip flop. It got flip flop. But like I had to have the moment and it's ironic that I'm flip flopping my schedule, but we're about a podcast where we're talking about (laughs) flip flopping your schedule. But yeah, I have, I had to actually like, I had a moment in a room where I was like, okay, actually podcast right now, do this after blah, blah, blah. And it, it is hard to release that control. So yeah, I get you. But what's even more crazy is now that I've released that control and we're podcasting right now, I actually feel more relaxed about the things I have to do because I'm getting the harder thing done first. Right. So I do this a lot too, not necessarily with like order of my plan, but if I'm able to kind of like tackle my bigger items, I feel like the smaller stuff is easier for me, can be more lenient. Like they can be Mm. tossed around. So like, I don't know, this is kind of a silly example, but if I have a day where I have like cleaning on my task, 
tasks and like the big ones would be laundry because they take up a lot of time mm-hmm. or like um, vacuuming in the, in the carpet that, that like takes a big chunk of time. But then another item would be like windexing my mirror. Two minutes. Two minutes. The big ones are like the big bullet points in my brain. Mm-hmm. And then those are like those are big blocks of my day. Those need to have times and like I need to account for them is what right. I'm trying to say. The smaller items can be like mixed in and those are like tossed around and lenient. That's crazy. Those smaller items are my first because they're easier ah because as i've said in i think it was the routines episode which i feel like is like a definitely a good prequel to this episode if you kind of want to like understand where we're at mentally i need to get those done first because it builds that momentum Ah. then i can like okay cool i already got three of those little things done like wow i'm on a roll i have an aha moment right now Uh uh-huh you you work off of momentum so you build up yeah i I feel like I naturally with along with my anxiety and my perfectionism, I feel like I naturally have that momentum. I need to wind down. So Uh. like I need to go down the hill with all of that. Like I'm constantly bottled up with things that I need to get done. So I need to like knock out the big things. And then like the little items are a lot easier, like on my my weight, if that makes sense. It does. But I think we're we're the same in that way. It's just the order because we both look at the little things as the like, okay, this is easy. Well, I'm I'm, I guess I'm talking opposite more as momentum. Got it. Because I like I like I said, I feel like I naturally have that momentum because it's it's constantly on my like list of things to do. So like the second I start doing things, it's to release that momentum. Got it. And And I have to build it up. And you have to build it up. Right. But then what like obviously grass is always greener. Sometimes I wish I had that point of view because when I do get that momentum going like a day, like today, it's going to be really hard for me to get starting to get to relax. Right. And I have to be up early tomorrow. So I'm already tripping that. Like I still have so much to do. I'm probably going to be up late. And when I'm up late for productive reasons, not like chill reasons, like us binging a show, if I'm up late for productive reasons, it's even harder for my brain to shut off. Right. Because your momentum is reaching a peak right now. Right. But correct me if I'm wrong, yours, when you're able to like dial down, you're like, yeah, the, the big stuff's done. Like I could chill now. I wish I had that. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That's weird. I've this actually is, like never connected that. With yeah. That was my big aha moment. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's all. That's the podcast. <laughs> I feel like it really is all about perspective. If things, if I have a plan and a wrench is thrown in my day and I, my plan gets all out of whack, I tend to get really overwhelmed mm-hmm. as I kind of just explained. But a lot of the times if I, if I zoom out and I think, okay, what really matters? Let me like take some baby steps here Yeah, is I'm getting so overwhelmed about this day. Is it really worth the stress? Is it, am I really like going to put all this energy into being stressed about plans that could be easily mixed around? A lot of the times if I give myself like that mental check and I zoom out and I take baby steps to really look at like what needs to be done and how I could tackle these things on a smaller scale so that I can relieve some of that stress. It's yeah. a lot more easier for me to handle any changes sure. that are thrown at like thrown my way. Yeah, no, that that's a really powerful tool. And that's actually something you taught me a few years ago. I think we've said this on the podcast before too, but um, taking it one thing at a time, mm-hmm. it's so hard to, like fathom that when you're in that moment of stress oh my god I have so much to do like maybe some of you guys relate to this when I have so much to do I get to a point where I freeze and I'm like I don't even know where to start this is a pattern you hear weekly with me and Alex taught me um just take it one thing at a time doesn't at that point it doesn't even matter which one you start with right just start with one and that's kind of what has built that momentum um format that we just spoke of uh, but you're so right it really is all about perspective that the zooming out helps so much and something my manager always tells me is we're not curing cancer no like the things that you're stressed about can be moved around it isn't the end of the world if you don't get it done today right like, will this matter in a year if I look back and I think exactly. about that stress that random stressful day I had April 2023 like I'm not even gonna remember it no it's not worth it it's not and, worth the stress and I zoom out even further and I'm like, bitch, look what you're stressing about. Right. Like before London, I had a very stressful day. We were getting ready to travel and I was like, boo-hoo. You're going to London. You're getting ready to travel for your birthday and you're stressed about something like you're fine. And I was like, okay. 
Yeah, it, sometimes it's that really easy like mental switch to kind of like light a fire under your ass and kick you out of it. 100%. But also like I say that, but also feelings are relative. Totally. And like okay. you can be stressed about your trip to London or stressed about like something even more crazy or all across the spectrum. Like it fires the same in your brain is right. what I'm trying to say. So I I don't know. I go back and forth. Like I'm, I will always always humble myself and be like like I said look what you're stressed about but I also like to have grace with myself and my feelings are valid your feelings are valid whatever you're stressing right about, you're having still this stress. reaction for a reason it is still stress on paper I feel like this whole episode we just can't stress enough the importance of flexibility so this past week I uh, well I guess you're listening to this on the 24th so two weeks ago I'm getting ready to leave for LA and I have a few work things coming up and a lot of them include packages. So I was stressing because I was supposed to get a package delivered two days before I left so that I can film what I need to film here in New York and then not worry about it when I'm out on my vacation. But wrench thrown into lo and behold, right? All that, all those figures of speeches, the package wasn't delivered. Well, I was told it wasn't going to be delivered and I immediately was like, oh my God, I need to rethink everything. I was to the point where I was getting the Airbnb's address to get it delivered there. I was calling Brie, apologizing that I'm going to have to film a brand deal on her birthday. Like I started, I, I stopped and I was like, you need to be flexible right now. And I took it one thing at a time and I rewrote the plan, if you will. It is kind of funny though that I'm using this as an example because later that day, Alex went and checked the <laughs> mail and she's like, hey, your package is here. I was like, you're fucking kidding. You did all of that work to rework shit. But the brand literally said like oh it's not gonna be there we didn't send it and it whatever that's this beside is actually, the point this is like actually a good point to not stress about it even more yes because it was a, almost like like I saw your face when you got up and you walked over to the package and you're like are you serious and I remember thinking like damn she really stressed for no reason today literally all day yeah and like if only we had that mindset that like well if it could change one way it could also you know not always change back but it could sure. also change again like yeah. the flexibility is what's important in like keeping that stress low yeah and I I mean I yeah it sucked in the moment but once I did rework my whole schedule again this was all before the package fucking arrived <laughs> it actually ended up inspiring me to make some like really cool content while right. we're out in LA and it made me like kind of reformulate my plan for the better mm-hmm so try and look at your stressful moments like that. Like maybe it's it's moving shit around for the better. As I kind of said earlier, releasing control is a big thing. Like I'm, I feel like I'm working on right now. And what comes with that for me in my head is like how to be more go with the flow. It's like, I feel like that's a little easier for me to attain and grasp. And when I was doing research for this episode, I came across this paper written by a psychology researcher. His name is, I'm not even going to try and butcher his last name. But we'll put it on the screen. Macaulay. Do you want to do you want to give that one a whirl? Sis six zen tamiali. I kind of nailed that. Yeah, yeah, that's the best that either of us could do. C s i k s z e n t m i h a l y i. Right. So that that person, this guy, in 1990, he wrote this paper called "Flow: The Psychology of Optimal Experience," and he talks about your flow state and like basically how you could be more go with the flow. And he talks about like losing control, not losing control, but releasing that control that you feel like you need to have. I'm gonna read this excerpt because it literally stopped me in my tracks, and I feel like it's something that I need to constantly remind myself of. He calls it the paradox of control. The flow experience is typically described as involving a sense of control or more precisely as lacking the sense of worry about losing control that is typical in many situations of normal life. What people enjoy is not the sense of being in control, but the sense of exercising control in difficult situations. However, when a person becomes dependent on the ability to control an enjoyable activity, then he loses the ultimate control the freedom to determine the content of consciousness. While experiences are capable of improving the quality of existence by creating order in the mind, they can also become addictive, at which point the self becomes captive of a certain kind of order and is then unwilling to cope with the ambiguities of life. <sighs> I relate to this a lot. This is very relevant to, 
I had therapy before this, what I was talking about in therapy today. And there's so many situations where I've been so in my head Mm -hmm. and it's taken me completely out of the moment. Right. And at that point, what are you really controlling? Your misery? And you're trying so hard to have control over something that you feel like you've lost control. Right. Like it's, and and that's why he calls it the paradox of control because it's like you're so focused on having control that you are out of control. Yes. Like you are out of control by trying to con- by being in control. control by thinking you're in control, but That's you're not. That's what in it is. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the constant need of control, right? Because like, sure, there might be situations where you are in control, but then you're not feeling out of control. Right. And you're then in control. And that's the difference between being in control and the sense of exercising control in situations. Right. And we just like mix up the two because they feel the same. I th- we th- to me how I interpreted it is we yeah we think it's the same in our heads it's exercising the same muscle to us like yeah. if I have have the ability to determine all of these aspects of the situations then I'm in control but if they get out of my hand then I'm out of control yes but they're like they're all external factors yep and I was talking about this in therapy because I was talking about uh, actually we didn't tell you guys this on the London recap episode but I had like a really anxious flight for the first time in my life mm, on the way there on the way there so I was telling her how I'm kind of nervous for tomorrow's flight and we obviously boiled it down to control it's this it's the same type of anxiety I get when I'm not the one driving the car and it's there is like a safety aspect there of like, I want to be the one driving. Cause like then I'm in control of my safety. Right. But with a plane, it's like so much bigger than that because on a plane, I don't even have an option to be in control, but yeah. I need to get to my destination. So what she helped me kind of realize, um, and told me to remind myself when I'm on the flight tomorrow is just, <laughs> it sounds kind of morbid. And this is just obviously for the flight example. She was like, you need to release your need for control because if it's going down, you're going down. Yeah. And there's nothing your control can do to stop it. Exactly. And in some fucked up way, that's kind of how we need to look at these other situations we try to control. Like it's going to play out how it's going to play out. Right. So like go down with the ship kind of. Exactly. To an extent, there's only so much you can control. You can control yourself and your reactions which we've talked about and like you can you can only control you but when it comes to exterior factors or people or other people's reactions or things are saying back to you like you can't control any of that and there has to you have to to release that yeah there needs to be some grace with them not applying their like actions and reactions to your standards of how situations should go that's a big one for my little brain. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough, that's really hard to work on. That does not come easy. No, that's definitely like where I'm at right now too. That as always, these episodes are always so fucking relevant to what we're going through. That wasn't even the intention of why no. we brought up the episode either. <laughs> and this then, is kind of going a very different direction, but it's better. But like whatever <laughs> we're talking, you're listening. That's all that matters, right? Yeah. It's a, uh, that type of control when, um, like what you're saying, like holding people to, process things the way you do yeah is something that I find myself doing with only people that are close to me mm. like people that I don't know well I'm like I don't know you right Whatever. but people that I know well I'm like come on like I know you like yeah. I get so like I want to shake you like you could if I can see how you could like to the best of your ability navigate whatever situation you're in why aren't you doing it that yes. way yes what is that? Ooh, that's control. That is C-O-N-T-R-O-L. That's exactly it. Ugh. It's like, it's almost like the same as when you see potential in people you love yeah. and they're not like living. And you want to shake them and you're like, Dude. how come I see it and you can't? It, yes, it's control, but there's, I know there's more emotion behind it than just like, oh yeah when it's when yeah when it's people in your life i think it has a lot more to do with just like 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 control on it yeah it's your need to to want to help people and like be there for them and guide them and um it's definitely more than just like you're wanting to put control out there but um it's it, it i think it 
it's a lot easier for it to show with people that you right. are around. Because I'm comfortable enough to verbalize it. Right. That's like a whole And you have all this, this like background and foundation with this person that you don't have with strangers. Yeah. Controlling is not love. Controlling is not mm. caring. You can show that in so many other ways. But I personally have control as one of my... <laughs> in my top three um, characteristics about myself because, and again, so I talked about therapy today. I had none growing up. Mm. I lived in such a rocky situation with zero control. So very common as an adult. I've now. That's your survival. That's yeah. Like now I've, that's my only tool because that's what I, that's all I had to me as a kid was mm-hmm. like, okay, nothing else here is stable. I'm going to control as much as I can. Right. But I don't have to anymore. But we're working on that. That's on the list. Kind of funny. This is this is a paradox within a paradox. This is an episode that we had planned to be something different, but it's actually <laughs> turning out better because we released that need to control the the flow and the timeline of it. And like, I wish you guys, <clears throat> I wish the camera was on 20 minutes before we started recording because I was literally sitting here telling Kristen, like, I feel like I don't, I'm not in a creative headspace right now. I feel like I don't have the format of this. Like I have the topic. Mm-hmm. We we sat here and both like flushed out the topic together. Yeah. But I was feeling like I didn't know. I like didn't have the capability to free flow right now. And I didn't have the foundation and the timeline of how I pictured this episode to go in my head. Yeah. And like that was my control. Me wanting to it to go not a specific way, but a way that I knew. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah, a way you're comfortable with. A way that, yeah, a way that I was aware of. Mm-hmm. I was afraid of the- Prepared un- for. Prepared for, thank you. Um, but lo and behold, it, like, we're, f- we're flowing. Right. I think we also tend to forget that we're friends. Right. And like, <laughs> yes, this this is a pod, this is a podcast, surprise. And we are always so fucking focused on making sure that people can get something from the podcast yeah like that's, we that start is, we stress ourselves out a lot about making sure that you guys it's just like are it are interested to yeah are interested to like listen and you know there's there's a lot of podcast formats out there that are just like sit down and chit chat and mm-hmm. that's never felt like a um like a natural like format for us i mean we'll chit chat don't get us wrong but it's more so just like topic based right and like why honestly this might sound harsh but it's the narrative that goes in my head even with like my individual content it's like why am i putting this out there mm. like is this of subs of excuse me like of what's substance? what's the value the, yeah so like i don't know i go back and forth because then i'll listen to things that are just like chit chat ramble and i'm like cracking up i love it it's right. the best thing i've ever heard but then the second like we sit down to deliver something i'm like this just feels like not good quality I don't know. That was just a little side tangent. But the reason I said is I forget, excuse me, that we, I feel like we forget we're friends is those moments where we get so hung up on making sure the episode flows and mm-hmm. it's formulated. Like we have it's that gonna naturally. Flow. <laughs> we literally can sit and talk about my left shoe yeah. and the, how it was made and the layers and how we would reconstruct my left shoe for one hour. Let right. us know if you guys want that. Oh, like, actually. <laughs> We've been watching, oh my God, Next in Fashion. Oh, it's so good. It's we watched the so whole thing in like two days. On Netflix. It's so, go watch it. We know the winner. We're not going to tell you though. <gasps> okay. I actually want to circle back to the study where this guy's talking about your flow state, which is how I interpreted it. It was like basically the state of which we, um, I guess like in today's terms or go with the flow. So we're doing things and we're very natural and we're like easy, easy going with, we're fluid with situations throughout the day and everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, he said like one tactic to check yourself is to evaluate external factors that may disrupt your flow, which are things like sleep and yeah. your diet and your personal relationships and all of these external things that we might not think have such a impact, but they actually do on how well you're able to flow throughout your day. Sorry to interrupt, but like side tangent, maybe I'm just spiraling right now because then I think, yes, those are things that can help you help like support your processing. But then what if you become controlling of those aspects of of your sleep and like of your diet? Of your diet? Of your, yeah, you know, I mean, like. For sure. That's, I'm just spiraling. No. You don't have to have an answer. I'm just thinking like, well, fuck. Yeah. Because a controlling mind like myself 
I could sit here and agree. I am agreeing. Like all those things would help set you up for like a better day and all those things. But then I'll become obsessive over making sure I'm having the perfect. Yeah. I think that's just like, and like, I think I, he doesn't touch m- much on like the controlling mindset besides that little like excerpt that I talked about. So mm-hmm. this is more so just like he talks more about the flow slate for state sure for people who might not have control issues. You know right. what I'm talking about? Yeah. He needs to write a part too. <laughs> is this from the nineties? Like, yeah. Literally like published in 1990. That they didn't have controlling people back then. <laughs> On that kind of same note with being in your flow state and being more go with the flow. A big one is mindfulness and like focusing on now and not stressing about the future and not so much like it could be small scale and big scale it could be like you stressing about where your career is going to be in eight years but it could also be like that appointment that you need to make in four hours right there's there's definitely ways that you could like practice your mindset to be full be more mindful of now because really the only problem that you need to focus on is right this very minute that's all that is your reality in this moment and imagine the things you could do if you put all the energy you're putting eight years from now in a thought that hasn't even happened if you just put it into the thing that's happening right now this minute that's just another form of taking one thing at a time too which is like so essential that's that's all you can do there's only so much planning you can do which you guys have heard us talk about the plans we've had all of our lives the things we thought we'd be doing by now i'm sure so many of you guys listening can relate to that too and think about how many of those things didn't come to fruition and it's not out of failure Mm -mm. it doesn't mean oh my god i'm so much worse blah blah it's just things pivoted things changed and sometimes it's completely for the better and I think keeping that mindset and even remembering some of those times in your individual lives where things have switched for the better can you know relieve some pressure of controlling and being disappointed if things don't go exactly to plan whether you're a planner or not right because when things change it's not always bad it's not yeah. always like for the worse. It's not always like your plan probably isn't perfect. Right. And it Same. probably isn't like top notch and it doesn't have all the bells and whistles and there's probably something better for you out there. And if the the universe or your faith or whatever you believe in is throwing something else at you, then like maybe sit back and trust that it's happening for a reason. Yep. For sure. I also just... I feel like we need to give our primal selves way more credit than we do. Like Mm. humans are so much more adaptable than I feel we give ourselves the credit for. Let's talk about real quick COVID. Right. The world went through that is still dealing with it. still going through it. And we we're still sitting here smiling like it you know like we still we've learned to yeah not came out on top but like you know like we've learned to adapt exactly exactly like yeah think about how if we would have told ourselves five years before covid hey by the way this thing's gonna happen in 2020 blah blah we'd be like oh my we'd be freaking out end of the world at literally end of the world prepping doing all this stuff living in this fear until the day we were told it's gonna happen but then it just happened and we adapted it was hard it was like every life changed after that that was i mean society changed culture changed politics changed the government changed so much fucking changed and like that was all the direct impact of this one thing that happened that none of us planned for none of us you know until a couple weeks before saw coming right it's the uh, the ability to adapt comes a lot a lot more natural than we even think is possible yeah, and we, we drive this point because I, I feel like this is just the biggest one that we were all going to relate to, to be honest. And just ultimately trust yourself, trust your instinct, trust your ability to adapt, even if it's something you think doesn't come natural to you. It does. And it's it like will. in our DNA. And yes. In times of need, like you will figure it out. And that's that's something we've always like talked about how even in our brokest of times and our lowest of times like I still just know I'm gonna figure it out somehow I used to have this mindset in high school when I would like this is what carried me when I was a procrastinator and like I had this assignment due at the end of the week and I wouldn't I would almost question myself as to why I wasn't stressing and I'd be like going through my week thinking oh I should probably get that done but I'm not getting it done it's okay 
I know there's no chance in hell that I'm not going to do it. Yes. Like, because you were trusting yourself, honestly. Right. That's what that is. And I feel like procrastinating, like, yes, sure, it's not a good thing. But, like, you know you're going to get it done. Is it procrastinating? Right. You're just... It's, it's just scheduled for later in the week. Right. <laughs> Look at it like that. See, it's perspective. Yeah. It's completely perspective. As I've kind of talked about before, I, I have a one track brain. So when I think about my, when I think ahead, I think very like linear and that always has like one outcome. And I think mm. that's what keeps me in my box is that one outcome of mm. any situation or like how I picture a day out or how I picture like my route to go to the grocery store it's always like like I said linear it always has step one step two step three and then like end point I think a lot of the times when I am more go with the flow and I am more lenient is when I think about other routes and I think about other tracks and like I allow myself to kind of step outside the box and think about other possible outcomes of situations and that has been like one thing that kind of makes me a little more flexible and more lenient it's Yet again, just crazy how opposite we are in that because I, I'm not linear at all. Uh, I'm what you just said. Like I'm very conscious there's X amount of outcomes, but then that's also what makes me anxious oh. is am I doing the one that's the right is that's the best outcome. That's, you know, it depends what it is, but it could be like the healthiest outcome, the most responsible outcome, the, you know, whatever the situation wow. is, I judge, is this the right one for whatever the situation is? See, when I think about possible outcomes, I kind of, that's when I feel like I have the freedom to, like, I'm almost setting myself up to whatever actually happens is the best one. That's, yeah, no, that's powerful. You've, you've released the, the control. You, you started trusting the process in a way. Yeah. But that's, that's rare for me. That's yeah. only when I step out of my box and I don't have the one outcome in my head. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a balancing act. We, we both need to get to that point, but it's from different sides. Exactly. Of it. Like I need to not worry if it's the best one. If it's the one that happened, that was the best one for me. Right. Whereas you need to let myself know that there are other options out there in the first place. Right. And it's like, do you feel like it's like a pride thing where like, like you said earlier, your plan might not have all the bells and whistles. Like, do you feel like that's like a pride thing? I think it's just, no, I think it's just, honestly, it's my one track brain thinking, okay, this is what's going to happen. And it's, it's like a fixation. I want to say mm -hmm. like, it's just, it's, it's one outcome. If I'm, I want to give an example to this. Is it kind of what we were saying earlier? Like you were prepared for it. Yeah, it it's I've I've like worked it into my day. I've worked it into my plan. I'm there's prep. There's no chance for change in my head. Yes. Um, it's most fitting for me to your definition. So yeah, to my yes. definition that that end point that makes sense. But when I go into a day, for example, and there's like multiple possibilities then it's then it's free game but it's so like i i don't get to pick and choose when i have this mindset i it's, agree it's either one or the other i'm so like set in stone with how i see and it could be something so simple i'm telling you guys like it could be if we have plans for brunch on saturday i have this like a literal image in my head how brunch is gonna go how we're gonna get there where i'm gonna sit is such a big one um, like how, like what I'm going to wear my mood. And if it doesn't go to plan all's to shit. Yeah. But sometimes if I'm in what I like to like tell for myself is my better mindset. If I'm in the good mindset of that day and I know I have brunch on Saturday and I don't have those fabricated, um, ideas of like what's going to happen. I feel a lot like lighter and I, I'm not stressed and they're like plans aren't an issue that day. And like, I'm a lot more lenient mm -hmm. and I think that's, that's my flow state that I was talking about. Like I'm a lot more go with the flow. I know those days as your best friend. Yeah. Like I fully can tell which one you're at. Do you feel like you've pinpointed kind of like the, the, what he was saying, your flow um, state? Yeah. The, uh, the things that help support it is what I'm trying to say. Mm. Have you been pointed like to this point, like the good sleep, like it's just kind of like, no, it's yeah. At this point it's random that I asked because that's something that my therapist asked me all the time when whatever we're working through, but like we'll go to the control thing. She, she asked like, have you, can you try and 
pinpoint things that set off the need to control. Ah, uh, that's more like have you asking. have you found those things? No, I mean the uh, the most I kind of have got to noticing was like I was saying earlier, it's the people that I'm close with. Uh, like that's I'm noticing that's more like kind of where it's concentrated the control aspect. But yeah, I mean, I'm working on it. We'll figure we'll figure it out at some point. But I was just curious if right. you happen to know like when that happens to you. No, I wish because then I would just like do the other thing. Right. <laughs> then I would just control it. Yep. And then that's control. Mm. The control paradox. Mm. This is another one of those topics that feel like the spiral episode. Yeah. I feel like we just keep going going in circles of what to do. Like, I don't know. Go with the flow. And then th- there's this whole like um, stigma and thing around being, especially like as a woman, I, I don't know if you feel this, but like being the go with the flow woman. Right. I'm so chill. I'm so, yeah. Being like the chill girl who's just like yeah. can hang out and do whatever. And like there's so much pressure to be that girl. And it's like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't want to just be chill and do whatever you want to do. Right. It's not like. It's never been me. It's never. No. I could never. That's just. I mean, I'm that's just, why we have the attitude towards it. It's just not our personality. And no. Like, why would I change my personality? I have. To be that. Stigma? I already have so many like overwhelming standards for myself that I couldn't possibly think about like releasing every single one of those just to be the chill girl it's not even on my agenda <laughs> literally not even worried about it oh <laughs> sorry not i sorry charlie <laughs> some more of the story don't be the fucking chill girl it's it's way overhyped be the naggy girl <laughs> <laughs> naggy girls unite I'm be kidding. the naggy over planner <laughs> stickler control driven just be as annoying as possible <laughs> And it'll outweigh everything else. Outweigh everything. Everyone's going to want to hang out with you. Yes. (laughs) See, you'll find a best friend. Right. You'll you'll find your pair. You'll find your people. I get it it like you. I don't know. I I did think this episode was going to give a little bit more of a tool here. But um, maybe it's just to let you know that you're not alone. And uh, really just push drive it home that flexibility is key mm-hmm. anything can happen big Try and, and small. Be in the moment mindfulness is a big one too yeah and that's relevant to both of us right now i mean i just told you about my week with work and everything and i don't know so we figured we'd share it with you guys if you don't know we have a patreon where every friday we do a follow-up follow-up episode to our monday episodes so go check us out there if you want to if you don't that's totally cool thanks for supporting us here on mondays as well um for this friday's episode i don't know do you guys have tactics of how to kind of like release that control or find like what is your guys's flow state where do you feel like you're in your zen and you anything can come at you and you anything can come at you and you don't feel the need to like freak out over any change Mm. like what is that for you guys um do you have any tactics on how to get there or how to you know stay in that place i would like to know what is like your your plan process what does planning look like for you are are you one of those people that is like fine with whatever and blah 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 or are you one of those people that says you're fine with whatever but you're actually not and it's like a people pleaser thing right are you one of those people that's like no move out of the way i'll make all the fucking plans like you have like plan a b c d e yeah that too I want to know. I want to know what types of planners are out here because I kind of only know her. Yeah. <laughs> the only, only person I talk to. <laughs> and Link. Oh, and Link. Oh, my God. One day she's going to respond to me. Yeah, one day she's going to talk to me. She's going to be like, what's up? Like, I just, I just know she's going to speak English one day. I feel it in my bones. <laughs> or like Russian. Right. <laughs> right. You no, know? she is. And maybe that's like. That's why she doesn't hear you. I'm speaking the wrong language. Yeah, for sure. You want me to learn Russian? See, she didn't even perk up because she doesn't know what I'm saying. (laughs) All right, guys. If you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, then rate us a five stars. It helps us out out a ton. And if you're watching on YouTube, click the subscribe button and the little bell so you get our notifications when we drop. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. So when we drop... Our next drop is, <laughs> geez, okay. I love you guys so much. I got to go pack my bag and make sure I have the right amount of chonies. Cause pack your booty off. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> your one-liners right now. No, sometimes they pop off. <laughs> Wait, there was a really good one you said the, uh, the other night we were watching Next in Fashion. What was it? Oh my god, I can't remember. It's gonna sit, we're gonna sit here for another thirty minutes if I try and figure it out. I feel like you guys don't know this about me, but I have some really solid one-liners, and they come out whenever they want to. Yeah, no, it's it's unpredictable, and it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what I one of your biggest like features. <laughs> is um <laughs> one of my benefits literally <laughs> is uh, uh i don't feel like it's like oh come on i want to know you you notice the cadence in which people <laughs> yeah. say certain words so we'll be watching a show and they'll be like rice and you'll be like rice and you'll say it the way they did but before you pointed it out i didn't realize that they had said it weird but then i it's you know it's it's all in within one moment i'm like whoa they did say that weird and it makes it extra funny that you nailed and you what know what said. a lot of that time that is so autopilot it for just me comes, yeah because it fully comes out you know who does that is my dad oh really yeah i never caught him saying that yeah i like that's why you do it i don't even think about when i'm just like hearing sounds mm -hmm. and if it sounds weird i'm saying you're it back say, you're like quite dangerous actually you're like one of those little toys that you can like <laughs> Say something to you and it repeats it. <laughs> I'm a parrot. I'm literally a parrot. Yeah. Okay, I just, guys. I don't know if that made sense. Okay, whatever. Happy Monday. <laughs> I need to stop rubbing my eyes. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>